0: Hi guys, welcome to the Divine Creators podcast with Cody Singh. Hello everybody, welcome, welcome. Cody here. I'm so excited because we're going into Purple People today. And just I'm just going to say it, I have a bias. I love Purple People. I love my Purples. I love my creatives, I love my artsy people, okay? And that's my purples. And when I say creative and when I say artists, for purple people, it's not always in a literal sense. Sometimes they are artists, sometimes they love singing, things like that, music, any form of arts in that sense. However, it's also in not a literal sense. So literally, you know, people who are purple, it can be expressed in, for example, the people who they may keep around them, you know, who they spend their time with. the essence that which drives their spiritual purpose or mission or vision is purple usually, you know. Um, It can be the purple energy that informs the types of books that they like to read. Um, It's really just that artistic nature to them, that dynamic kind of part of them that can make one drastic decision one minute and then completely switch their mind the next minute because they've reoriented and realigned themselves with a new belief pattern that they are now committed to fully. But they will not make that shift unless they you know, make an announcement about it. This is why I like to call this aspect of Purple's Purple Fever, okay? And this has many different expressions of Purple Fever. Purple Fever could come in as as inspiration as well to creatively just like conjure an amazing piece of music or art, you know, it just kind of overcomes them and then they just can't wait, for example, like the singers can't wait to get on the stage and just give that Violet Fever, okay? They are just consumed, they just Really channel it, okay? They really kind of enter a state of alignment where they trust their intrinsic nature so thoughtfully and so truly within their heart that something does take over them. And you will see this power emerge from them when they are speaking. And you're like, where is this coming from? They're speaking, or their art, or what they're creating, or what they're singing. It is purple fever, okay? And that essence also does come through, you know, when they are, you know, well, in their businesses or um you know life changing events they have to maintain the integrity of who they are okay so if anything in their life is causing them to second guess or just again like reorient their beliefs about something you're going to hear about it okay there are always these bombshells that they throw okay that is characteristics of the purples because they are all about their spiritual integrity okay they are leaders okay but in a different sense than for example, the reds. So this is why I like to, again, compare and contrast the colors. Because red people, they are also leaders, but they are leaders in the sense like they're, they're business leaders, right? They're gonna drive the business forward. They're going to make the most amount of money. They are competitive in the sense, you know, and versus, you know, the purples. They are leaders in the visionary sense of a spiritual vision, okay, for themselves, or or, or heart vision, okay? where they want their truth to sit in the world, you know? They want to leave a legacy, you know? That's what the purples are about, okay? And again, artists, but not always in a a literal sense, you know? It could just be the types of people or content they like to stay around, you know, that really just inspires them. They really run off of inspiration, okay? They're not physical people where they are going to be necessarily, um, we're always picking up on the things that are happening around us, okay? Okay, that is, that it goes without exception. However, the the purples, they have this fine-tuned ability to kind of just remain true to themselves, okay? And When out of alignment, you know, it can be kind of like that crazy guy, quote, crazy guy. Let's be, let's be accurate here. Okay. Nobody's really crazy. They're just out of alignment from their true power. Okay. But a lot of people who would regard, you know, that, that erratic guy who's running down the street, just singing at the top of his lungs, you know, and you're just like, okay, like, let's just kind of back away, you know, just kind of keep our distance from that individual who may you know there's some there's you can tell when a person is in alignment and just joyfully singing and expressing themselves versus when there's like sort of an eroticism you know to these um certain people like when i think of a a purple or a violet person who is really out of alignment um, they just make really drastic decisions and they don't think it through often And when they're not in alignment, those, you know, those decisions are not in alignment for them. So again, like an extreme case of this is the guy who's like got his shirt off, like walking down, you know, the street, you know, and just being really, really, you know, bombastic and just like. Outward and expressive, and you know, you could tell there's so much heart behind it, but you're also kind of like, let's just kind of stay on the other side of the street here because I don't think he has total awareness of like who is in his like orbit and who he might actually hit or something by accident. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm envisioning like that of like a drunk purple person, but you know. That is a really extreme example, but I think it's important to kind of talk about who, what the extreme examples of these people are, because especially with the spiritual colors, we have this tendency in the spiritual community to think that, okay, well, if they're a spiritual color, they're, they're not going to be, they're not going to give us a hard time. You know, they're going to be kind of more balanced. Well, look, every single color, every single aura color can be in balance or out of balance. And they let me tell you, it's not pretty when it's out of alignment for any color. No color is pretty when out of alignment, okay? But I like to talk about that. I like to spend a little bit of time just because I don't like people comparing aura colors. This is why I kind of go into auras the way I do with this sort of, sort of uh, aura empowerment sort of emphasis um, because it's not a hierarchy. You know, it's just a way to kind of understand our own boundaries better, understand other people a little bit better and offer a new sense of compassion and empathy. It really does help. It has helped me, and I've noticed it help other people as well, okay? So just talking about that element of the purples before we move on, because I'm so obsessed with the purple people, it's just going to sound like a purple appreciation post, okay? I'm just going to be talking so much about these beings who I just love and admire so much, and I'm inspired by so much, okay? So just, um, you know, I am so inspired by artists and and singers as well, so, you know... Of course, a lot of the examples that I'll use here are related to purple. So I just want to start off again by talking, but just mentioning a couple famous purple people. Okay. Purple and violet people just so that we can kind of, you guys can kind of gauge and intuit the vibe of these people because like I said, auras are energy. When we are tuning into people's auras, we are feeling their energy. You don't even have to see their aura in order to feel what someone's vibe is. So my a lot of my intention here is, you know, it's a fun way to see the correspondence between what you're feeling and what you are seeing, what that energy actually physically, objectively looks like, okay? So famous purple people. Oprah. Oprah is like a deep purple, okay? Um, she also has like some indigo that comes in a little bit there. It blends sometimes when she is really changing the world, you know? Um, But she is a purple spirit, okay? So if you were actually to sit down with Oprah, she might tell you that her dream was probably to be like, maybe she had a dream of being like a singer or an actress or something artful in that sort of essence. But what happens is with the purples, they're such commanding speakers and just influencers. That, you know, people just want to hear you, you know, and that could be in, in any form. It can be singing, but really Oprah's gift is she's a speaker, you know. So that essence that she embodies, she is so, so purple. She's my go-to purple person just to talk about purple people because she's, she's just the ultimate purple, <laughs> you know. Um, we all know Oprah. Oprah's purple, some other purples. Okay, so we have Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is purple as well. Okay, so a lot of that artistic spirit, that nature to her, that almost like, yeah, like she's just committed to one thing, one moment, and then just completely just pulls a U-turn and does this completely different look the next time. And then it's like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to do acting next and I'm going to win a Golden Globe and then I'm going to go back to music and then win a couple Grammys and then she'll probably be on Broadway and then win a Tony soon, you know? That is the purples, okay? This is why you see so many of the purples in entertainment because they have this versatility in their artful, influential, visionary nature, okay? Um, Ariana Grande is violet. Michael Jackson is violet. Prince is violet. India Arie is purple and violet. Madonna is she's like a purple and indigo. Um, You know, Pete Davidson, who was dating Ariana, I was always interested seeing his purple come out a lot more when he was with Ariana, but he's also green. So he's green and purple. Ariana's just, just, just violet. You know, he's more violet in my violet spectrum. You know, that end of the spectrum of purple, to be honest. Um, Yeah, so there's... A lot, I, I mentioned India R.E. as well. So she's another example of someone who is just such a beautiful purple spirit, you know, that incredible um, artistic expression that she has, that incredible. Uh, purples are so, so talented, you know, and you see that woven so beautifully in her music and her art and her expression and her introspective nature. She's incredibly per- perspective and, um, She is just intuitive and reflective, okay? These are purple, purple traits, okay? They are not afraid to create change in their life, okay? Purple people, you know, again, their whole objective is to remain in alignment with the integrity of who they are, okay? The truth of who they are. You will hear purple people talking endlessly about being who you are, being who you are, being in your truth, following your truth. That is all purple people, okay? Purple people just live by that notion, okay? Even if they're not saying it outwardly, which many of them are, um, they will be living it, okay? Um, and um, yeah, just talking more about, you know, because just because I think it's interesting to talk about these sort of bombshells that the purple people kind of just are so addicted to doing um you know a lot of the purple people they what i notice in purples is they are not very schedule oriented okay they can try they can really admire people who are really organized in that sort of sense and they can find organization in their own unique way but in the traditional sense that is not how they operate. They operate by just their in- intuitions instincts. Okay. They feel it and go with it. Okay. They get inspired and they, that is how their lives become organized. Okay. They find alignment with their inspiration because inspiration is the convergence of the truth of who you are and source in one moment of convergence. Okay. So when you are tapped into inspiration, you are completely tapped into your source energy, your eternal source energy. Okay, so this is really powerful because the purples know how to leverage this so well. They know how to organize their lives through this. This, They know how to take inspiration and know how to organize their life with that, okay? If that makes sense. That is a very evolved concept, okay? Because humans, typically we are physical beings, right? So when we think about organization, we think about it in a linear sense. How can we organize our environment, our work in a way that is more efficient for us? Purple people, they just go by inspiration. They will take, they they trust that instinct and that flow and that inflection of that source energy that flows through them. They feel that energy and they recognize it and they know there is significance to it and they follow it. They follow the momentum of that impulse and they trust it. And when they are in alignment with it, this is when these incredibly amazing things happen. Amazing, amazing things. Purple people are just so, so amazing. Okay. Did I mention they're amazing? moving along. (laughs) So purple people don't like doing the same thing twice in one day. You know, they they don't like to, uh, they get really bored of things quickly, okay, because they are constantly in a state of growth and expansion. So they don't want to have the same week twice. They don't want to go through the same sort of emotions two times in a row. That can actually cause them a lot of stress. And that stress, if they are stagnant, if purple people are not following their inspiration, they can become stagnant and they can really struggle. They can really get stuck and that's, they can really suffer from substance abuse, things like that when spiritual or an emotional colors, even blues is, uh, as well, when they get stagnant or stuck, they can really go inward and they can really suffer from, yes, you know, they can really get into substance abuse, drug addiction, things like that, okay? that can be really very difficult, you know, and not just purple people, okay, I just want to say that again, this goes for, you know, all people can can suffer from a variety of different, you know, ways, you know, and it's not just purple people who suffer from substance abuse, so I just want to just sprinkle that in there, just as a reminder, you know, we all suffer, we all go through these things, Okay. You know, another thing that I noticed <laughs> with the purple people, maybe we'll just call this blog Violet Fever, or "Purple Pe- Purple Fever, because I'm thinking about my purple people, and I think about, you know, when they get something in their head, and they're like, you know what, I'm doing it, I'm ready, I'm ready to just tell it off to my family, I'm gonna just do it, I'm gonna send a group text message and just send, send it to every person on my text message on that group text and just, just leave it there, you know, and, and, and then, then it's, that's it. Or they'll quit their job in a really like dramatic fashion. You know, they will, you know, send it to everyone on their, you know, on their email list that works for them and just let their boss and everyone in their family know how much they hate them and how much they are just so done with it and just buy, you know, they will just throw bombshells. Okay. They will create massive like change in their lives in this way because, you know, if they're holding on to something for a very long time, but the thing about this, okay. The thing about these like bombshells that they will kind of throw in order to instigate changes, there will always be seeds. Okay. They plant seeds okay, purple people, they will sort of subconsciously, um, they have an awareness of the truth of who they are, right? They have an awareness of their nature, and they have an awareness of when they're off of that, when they're out of alignment with that. And if they don't have the ability immediately to kind of just instigate that change immediately, what you'll find is that they will subconsciously kind of plant things. Okay. And later those things will come to surface and they will use that as a reason to be like, well, look here guys, remember this and remember this. That's what I'm saying. You know what? I'm out of here. Done. This is what I've been telling you guys all along. I'm out. Peace, peace, peace. I quit. I quit. You know, that's what purple people tend to do because they are so powerfully commanding in their truth, you know, that they want the world to know it. And when they, when they express it, there is a ripple. Okay. And people will feel that ripple. Okay. And they'll be like, whoa. And a lot of people will be like, where did this come from? And that's usually people who just don't understand the purple way. The purples are just really just connected to their truth. Okay. And, um, Yeah, and that's really important for them to sometimes do it in that way. You know, it's a way that they reclaim their power. When they are in alignment, they can find more flow with this. But typically, you know, they don't mind making statements, okay, purples. So this is why they probably are subconsciously doing this so often, you know, because they don't mind taking a stand, they don't mind speaking up about something, and they don't mind using their life circumstances as an excuse to speak up about something. So a lot of times they're planting these seeds so they can talk about it later. These are really, it's it sounds very thought out, but it's a very sub- subliminal, right? They they're not aware that this is happening. Okay, it's always, um, but I like to mention it. Because once you are aware that that is something that purple people do, you can understand that there is power in it, that there is truth in it, that there's a way to kind of channel it in an empowered way. But you can also see, okay, well, this can be really dramatic for people around me and probably people who care about me too. So in those instances, um, maybe we can frame this in a way where we're not, where it doesn't explode in their face, you know? But that being said, you know, Sometimes it's required to to do that, you know, and that's just up to your discretion, you know It always depends on each person and each situation, okay So I like to use examples um, That are kind of unique, you know, there are, are a lot of people like this, but for females I do think it's unique whenever I see this combo. So for example, Serena Williams is a violet with red, okay? So she's violet and red, authentic colors. I mean, she certainly is more violet, but that red is really what she's drawing in to be the Serena Williams that we all know, okay? That commanding force of nature that she is in combination with the spirit of influence that she is on this planet. That is what Serena Williams is, okay? She has that violet, right? Um, So when you were to... If you were to connect with her in person outside of the court, outside of the tennis court, I'm sure that she is a very sensitive, beautiful spirit. Serena Williams is also a fashion designer. She she loves fashion. This is her artistic nature as well. She's a creative. She's a visionary. She has really shaped a lot of not only the tennis world, but the actual world as well. Her and her sister, Venus Williams, they are really powerful, powerful people. Okay and i like to use her as an example just to kind of understand that relationship that aura combo that is really unique to have a spiritual and physical color combo Um, well particularly a red and spiritual color combo i always find so fascinating okay how those people operate because they're so different and they can kind of be polarizing to a lot of people in the world because the, the world has an equilibrium, right? It has a a common, there's a common way of being in the world that we reinforce. And when people don't fall into that, we usually think they're weird or crazy or extreme or bad or et cetera, fill in the blank. When they're just different, okay? This is why part of just my passion about talking about auras Is because I think even in the spiritual community we forget how there are so many people who just are innately different than us and to me it is it is so fascinating it's like watching animals in the wild like how do they how do they commingle you know how do they interact Um, what is their habitat like you know what are what are they instinctually um, called to do you know it's fascinating it really is so I was thinking of going on the Facebook group and just kind of peering in and seeing what kind of questions, if there's anything specific that I see on here worth mentioning. And if not, I also have just a couple other things from other episodes that I wanted to follow up on that I thought would be fun. Okay. So somebody here posted a, a, a Korean song and they were talking about, here, I'll read it. Okay. So it says, I love music. I love listening to music in other languages, especially Korean music. I get to fully bypass my mind and its impulse to assign meaning to the lyrics and let my heart lead. Whatever song moves me the most, I listen to repeatedly and fully feel the message of the song. When I finally look up the translations for the lyrics, they describe exactly the message I need to hear or describe exactly what I'm going through at the time or even what I'm desiring. So I loved this post so much. The reason why I love using music to, art, to explain energy and auras and things like that is because music is vibrational. It is the closest way that a lot of people have access to source energy. When people are looking for relief through music, you are looking to be reconnected with your source energy flow, okay? So when you're feeling like, ooh, you know, I need to go for a walk. Ooh, I need to go meditate. Ooh, I need to go take a nap. Ooh, I need to listen to this song. That is your instincts calling you to connect to source again so you can revitalize your energy. Literally, recharge your energy with the flow of source energy. And our minds will guide us to restoring source energy in unique ways. And for a lot of people, that is music. Okay, what music is doing is causing us to release resistance that allows our flow of source energy. Because any suffering or pain in any capacity is characterized by resistance to your source energy. That is who you are in your true nature. When you die, you become that consciousness of your source energy, okay? That is that is who you are, okay? that is You are not bodies, you have bodies, okay? You are energy. So when you listen to music, you are tapping into and surrendering to that energy that doesn't have a language, right? This is why when I, when myself and many other people are listening to music, a lot of times we're not even listening to the, we're not even paying conscious mind to the lyrics. We are just taken by the song. And sometimes, like she said, you know, the lyrics will match what you were thinking about or, or what you were feeling. Sometimes it doesn't though. And that's what I want to talk about because sometimes the lyrics don't match what you're feeling from the song when you're not paying attention to the lyrics. Then you're like, oh, this song is about this. And then you're like, hmm, the ego's like, oh, well, maybe I don't like that song then. Well, no, you do. Your ego is just tricking you. (laughs) It is about tapping into the vibration, okay? And that's what is speaking to you. That is what's so compelling is the vibration that is reflecting harmonics of your own soul's unique essence in that music. The reason that music is beautiful to you is because it is reflecting your true, unique source, energy, nature. Okay. That's why I love talking about music so much. It is the best teacher. It really is. And what an incredibly insightful post. This is from Karen. Um, actually, Karen mentioned to call her, um, I think Adriel, Adriel, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. I so apologize. Um, and you had mentioned to call you something else, so I apologize for that. Um, I do think that it was Adriel that you said to call you by. You posted this really amazing post, and this song is a song called "Music." Or sorry, it's called "You Are a Miracle," and it's I'm not sure who the artist is, but it says "Music in Korea." You are a miracle. If you go on the Divine Creators group, you'll be able to see that post as well. I loved. I loved that. I loved that. So insightful. I'm seeing a person here with a beautiful crystal aura who's very connected to animals as well. I can see that. And another beautiful here, Dorette just posted a picture of her friend from the Netherlands who is a wonderful bright yellow so much yellow some sky blue as well just a a couple faint pinks pinks are interesting and sometimes I consider pinks a part of purple spectrum Um, faint pink I I've noticed in um, in uh, kids Um, excuse me I actually noticed uh, faints faint pink in, in elderly people pink is a very dynamic color and they're full of surprises and the reason for that is because, I mean, you just think of the color pink in, in general, you know, the essence of it is is—it's very sweet. But it's also like it packs a punch, you know, and people notice it. You know what I mean? So when I feel pink and when I see pink in people's fields, it does come across like that as well. It's like, oh, my gosh, wow. You feel the energy of a pink person walking into a room. OK, you just if there were daisies around that were dead, they just would come alive. You know, it's that sort of essence. You know, you can all it's almost like a fragrance that they come in with. You know, um, but the faint pinks um as well as the the other pinks too they the, although they have this essence, it is deceptive in the in the, in the in the nature that it is also they're very commanding in their power, especially when their pink integrity is tested, they will speak up and they are commanding in their power, okay. I noticed this with some faint pink people as well. there are some like really you know when people they get really when you get old and you're very wise as well sometimes i notice pinks come in and that that pink is like it's like wisdom but it's also it's like a faint pink and it's like wisdom but it's also like love if there's so much just unconditional love that these elder people have that they are able to kind of adopt this faint pink aura color that encapsulates both this wisdom and knowledge, as well as just like an unconditional love. So when I see like faint pink, it's like unconditional love. That's why a lot of children have this as well, because they're so innocent, you know. Um, This individual also has a sprinkle of physical tan as well. Yes, somebody posted Madonna. In these pictures here, she looks very indigo. These pictures are all on red carpets. So this is the thing about red carpets. When you're looking at people on red carpets, famous people, celebrities on red carpets, they usually have a ton of masks on. And why? That's because their stylists are telling them to pose a certain way, to look, to give a certain face, to do this look, to wear their hair like this. They're thinking so much, and they're thinking of it like a business as well. Okay, they're like, well, how how can we project this image that represents the image that we have kind of cultivated you to be. Um, so, you know, these this, these pictures are actually difficult to kind of, but you do feel the indigo, but I actually afterward, I looked up some more of her pictures from when she was younger. So she's purple, she's like a deep purple, but she also has indigo as well. And I believe that she'll just probably stay that way. Um, purple looks very indigo. Okay. It's a combination of like a blue and purple, but deep purples tend to really look indigo. So that's what I see from, so for example, uh, Oprah. Oprah is also, she has this sort of thing too, where she looks kind of indigo indigo sometimes, but she, she's a purple. She's a deep purple. I know my purples and I know my Oprah. Okay. You know, so Majan has this as well. Her aura doesn't look like Oprah's however it is the same um primary sort of colors and this is the another thing i wanted to mention about briefly on here cuz somebody posted a picture excuse me a video of these tantra teachers that are a couple so they posted this video and they wanted to know about their aura colors and uh you know at first i thought about taking it down because i thought okay this is a this is a mess okay i'm sorry these these individuals There's so much to say here. Their intention for posting this video is separate from what they're talking about in the video. So that's also reflected in the video because their energy is not in alignment. You can tell there is an alternative agenda here. Okay, so that's the first thing that would be discordant in their field. The second thing is watching just them individually. They are individuals in the same space that are connected but not disconnected, not connected. When I look at him vibrationally, he does not have this woman in her field. When I look at her vibrationally, she does not have him in his field. However, they are corded. They have these tentacles. He has a tentacle coming out of his third eye. This is with narcissists. You'll see tentacles coming out of their third eye and they will cord people. So she was was probably very just allured by him and just really also, of course, having her own wounding that is, you know, drawing her more close to him and, and being sort of, Wrapped around his finger, so to speak he she also has tentacles, but her tentacles are around her solar plexus and her heart, and that is what is kind of cording her to him that is where that is where he's drawing her ener- his energy from is through these people that he is courting with as a narcissist, and she's drawing i mean and he's also drawing energy from her as well. She's drawing energy from him as well, because they're corded together, and it's just a hot mess, you guys. This is just a disaster. I really did think about deleting this post, but then I asked my you know, I just tuned in, and then I really blo- I just got the instinct to keep this video up, because I knew that this video would be important to kind of illustrate what uh tentacles look like you know, in a very contained format, okay? Because I had been wanting to go more into these different auric features like tentacles, like um, voids, like dark spots, all these other different things. I really did want to, but something feels really just wrong about posting pictures of people who may be sick, you know, or going through this thing, going through one thing or another, you know, something just feels wrong about just pointing out, okay, well, this is this is wrong with this person, and this is wrong with this person, and this is, you know, it just felt like a little bit wrong, so, this is actually a good manifest, like a perfect manifestation of some somebody posting something where I can just point it out, you know, and what's interesting is all of you who are commenting on here were able to clock how shady these people were, okay, or how shady they were in this moment, okay. None of you were surprised by what you were to see. It's also very difficult to see their aura colors because they're wearing so many different masks and there's so many cords. It is just a disaster, okay. Next. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, Abraham Lincoln. So, someone posted a picture of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was royal blue. This picture is kind of difficult to see the aura in, however, you can still see it. You can intuit it. So, talking about uh, auras, just briefly, again, just to reiterate, you intuit auras, you feel auras, you vibe auras, okay? And the thing about um, a really great tip for just exercising, if you're wanting to learn more about physical side and exercising more of the physical side, because a lot of you, the first step is intuiting the colors, okay? Because the first step is trust so when you're intuiting and vibing the colors and getting them right you're using your imagination and any any book anything that you have ever read about clairvoyance you will hear people talk about how imagination is the first step in exercising and flexing the muscle of your third eye okay so this is why artists ha- usually have more active third eyes they are, you know the third eye again is not just about psychic visions it's about mental clarity um it's about creativity, it's about so many different layers, you know, of this, creativity is also solar plexus, but there's so many different layers, um, and, and understanding people as well is related to the third eye, so when we're talking about opening the third eye, people really do think it's about just psychic vision, when in reality, you know, there are so many other different elements that, uh, you know, work alongside that. So when you're working on stretching your imagination and kind of intuiting and like literally guess. If you don't, this is why I say guess. I'm, I'm doing this with intention. When I ask you guys to guess your color, it's not just for fun. It is fun, but it's also me knowing that there is a correlation between you using your imagination to intuit what you are already detecting vibrationally through your feelings and when you create that connection, some kind of magic happens where you're all of a sudden able to kind of utilize your third eye muscle like a muscle. You're flexing it and you are navigating the world also with more clarity. So it's sort of like a back entrance sort of way of getting you guys to trust yourself, just trust your intrinsic power. If you haven't noticed yet, it's not all about no guessing people's colors. It's not about just me teaching you guys how to see colors in the world. It's about empowering you guys. It's about finding another way to kind of look at the world from another lens and perceive it um, in a way that kind of um, illuminates it from another angle. Um, it really does kind of uh, help us trust our nature and our power a little bit more. And it did that for me. So that's why I really believe that it can do that for other people and at the very least it's fun you know i'm having a lot of fun here and i love you guys posting these pictures i i love just like you guys post some of these pictures and i'm like hmm i would like to know who like what that person's aura is as well um gosh somebody and somebody oh yes and you guys are posting your kids as well so many amazing babies babies auras change colors as well so that's just something to note in addition is, you know, when babies are bored, you know, sometimes they'll get, when I see like a crystal baby born, sometimes they'll keep the crystal a lot, um, but really, you know, I just default by helping people understand or just remind people, was your energy different 10 years ago than it is today? That means that your aura it's also reflected differently 10 years ago than it is today. Does that mean necessarily the colors? Maybe, certainly the conditions. So your aura will look different. So when you guys ask, this, the aura change? Of course it changed. I would just ask you, have you changed? Then the answer is yes, you know? But the colors don't always need to change. Sometimes it'll be a different ratio of the colors. So you'll see a lot of people on the group, for example, are blue and purple spectrum colors. So you'll see one person that's blue and purple and I'll say another person is blue and purple. When they may actually look different, it's because one person is 50-50, 50% 50 purple, 50% blue. Another person is like 25% blue, 75% purple, okay? Some people are just like all purple and just like a hint of blue, okay? Things like that, okay? So you guys are pretty much spot on, just like I thought. You guys were going to pick up on this really quickly, you know? So I hope you guys enjoyed learning more about the purples. The purples are really dynamic, really diverse beings um, and just really, really important and essential on our planet. Um, and they will be forever, no matter you know, what time on our planet we, we arrive at. The purples will be very, very integral in how we move forward. In our vision for the world moving forward, okay, where the greens, like we talked about, kind of structure the world and kind of put it together, block by block, kind of kind of thing, um, and formalize it, sort of, uh, you know, and create that structure. The the purples are the ones that sort of see it, okay, um, and, and the greens see it as well, but the the uh, the distinction is that the purples align it with, you know, spiritual truth and integrity. And just the direction of the evolution of our consciousness as a collective and as the planet itself. As the vibration of the planet rises, the violets will become more empowered. You'll see, though, actually in general, you know, as if you, if, you, for example, like when I watch videos or movies, you know, from like 60, 70 years ago like in the 50s or 40s, you will see so many more tans. You'll see so many more tan people and so many less purples and spiritual colors. Today, if you were to go back in time, the world was less in color. Isn't that interesting? Because when you watch TV from 70 years ago, it was black and white. Well, there's literally more color on the planet now in people as well, in our energies and that's because the frequency of the planet is rising as well the vibration of the planet is rising so the diversity of these different energies colorful and spiritual and emotional colors are going to be infiltrating so the world is actually becoming more and more in color isn't that isn't that beautiful and lastly i'm going to do this reading really quickly of uh jrr tolkien because this is i was just talking about this person with a friend of mine and this is what i'm noticing actually in the facebook group you guys is Many of you guys are posting um, famous people's photos that you'd like to know the auras of that I was just talking about either that day or the day before, or it was just cycling in my consciousness. It is really getting pretty bizarre, <laughs> but it's fun, and I love it because these are people that I'm also curious about as well. So J.R.R. Tolkien, his aura. Okay, so he's a triple aura color. He's very unique, especially, you know, from this time. He's relevant, considering we were just talking about, you know, auras from back in the day. He is a very, in in these photos, he's a very healthy green, royal blue, and mental tan. So mental tans, tans, like I said, were very popular back in the day. Um, He looks like somebody that would transition to yellow um, if he were in today's time. Mental tan sometimes can transition to yellow. Uh, They can transition to any color, but I see that more often. Um, And and sometimes I see yellow transition to mental tan, depending on what you're committing to in your life. Um, Mental tans are usually more like in the working environment, like the corporate field, doing things like that. So I'd imagine mental tan was more appropriate for him back in these times, you know, when he was writing these books and living his life for example but he's a very balanced triple aura person and it makes sense he's triple aura because you just look at him at first glance i guess you wouldn't think that from this man but you think about what he does and i mean if you're not familiar with the lord of the rings series um it is just remarkable the world that he created and um the worlds that were inspired from that world that he created to follow. Um, Just so, so much magic that he's brought to so many people for so, so, so many years. It just makes sense that his aura would be a diverse, unique aura blend for back in those days. You know, I don't see that. For men, I do not see that combo very often. Um, especially with that sort of level of balance and consciousness that he has you can tell in these photos he looks present and what I mean by that is if you look at people from back in the past like 50 even 100 or 200 years ago who are conscious so if somebody were to achieve spiritual awakening or um, just were really evolved or high vibrational in nature from way back in the day and you were to look at their photo, it would look like that person is from our time, not necessarily in how they, what they're wearing and things like that, but in their energy, there's something that illuminates, that feels familiar to them. When you look at a photo from someone back in the day who's conscious and woke. So if you're in the Facebook group, I, I, you know, go and look at his photos there or just look it up online, okay? Um, J-R-R Tolkien, T-O-L-K-I-E-N. And you'll see what I mean, because I mean, I'm not sure when these photos were taken, maybe 60s, 70s. And there are some older ones as well from when he was even younger, I'm sure as well. And what you'll notice with people who are in alignment in the past, like very inf- uh, influential people who are in spiritual alignment with who they truly are, they will look like they're from the present. It's bizarre. And then you look at people who are not right and they just look they just feel like their energy is just from the past it just feels like black and white you look at them you're like oh that's black and white you look at someone who's conscious you can almost connect with them more and you can because they are connected with their consciousness more you can actually communicate with that consciousness as well that vibration is just more close to your frequency here in this world today so it's easier for you to connect to that from that photo Um, Granted, those individuals who've passed on in those photos, if they were out of alignment from those photos, obviously, they've rejoined with Source Consciousness, so you can connect with them just as clearly in theory. But if you're connecting through a photo and someone's energy through a photo or their photo from that moment or where their their heads or their minds are at in that moment, things like that, it will be easier to um, see when they are conscious. You will just see they look more illuminated. I think that's just interesting. I'm noticing that here as well. All right, guys. Thank you again. What another fun episode. So if you guys are enjoying these, I'm so thrilled that you guys are enjoying it. You know, for those of you who have mentioned, you know, I'll keep doing it as long as you want to. And it's also just an easier way to break down these topics and talk about things that, you know, would just be very extensive if I was just writing them all out in comments, which I do. So definitely scroll through those comments because there's some good pieces of information in there. And the best information I think that's coming out of this is prompted by your questions so definitely check those out and i will have more of these in the future let me know what topics you want me to go into more about um, and peace and love to you all bye guys